another special episode. As you know, we have all these great, great people who are dominating the industry in, in the different fields. And today I'm very excited to have this particular guest on. His name is Yona Vase. He's a powerhouse with property owner, owner's tax savings. As a business director at Madison Specs, a national cost segregation leader, he has assisted clients in saving tens of millions of dollars on taxes through cost segregation. He has a background in teaching and passion for real estate, as you're going to find out in this interview, and helping others as well. So he's a real, real estate investor and host of the new podcast, Ways Advice. So that's going to be included, of course, in the show notes, so we can go and check it out. But first of all, thank you again, Yona, for being on the show today. Pleasure. Thanks so much, Martin. It's nice to, nice to be joining you. Definitely. I'm excited. I'm excited because I've seen you on the different platforms before. I've seen you on LinkedIn because people should go and follow you there as well. Just a different, um, you know, platform. So I see you, you kind of, you know, pushing yourself there, you know, uh, pushing your efforts, uh, you know, just to try to help people, you know, with the tax savings and all of that good stuff. So that's why we're here to explore how you can help all these real estate investors to save more money because that's a big topic, right? So maybe first of all, maybe you can tell your background and the story. How did you ended up in a position being a business director at Madison Specs? Sure. Uh, you know, I actually have a background in, in teaching, so I didn't get involved in real estate until about five years ago. And when I did, you know, it really was to me more about, uh, you know, finding some sort of income, secondary income, but, but more than that, since my passion is in teaching and my you know, education background, I really am just kind of driven to learn as much as I can. And you know, with that, whatever you learn, you can go ahead and teach. If you know, that's, that's really what the nature of a teacher is. You want to help people. You want to teach people. So for me, that was a big, um, you know, big thing for me. So everything I learned, I just wanted to like help other people as well. And so it kind of continued in, in what I did, whether it was, you know, the beginning I was doing commercial mortgages and I was doing some residential brokers, just kind of learning different areas of real estate and commercial real estate specifically until I wound up at this company, Madison. Um, so Madison is an incredible uh, national real estate servicing company and we do a lot of different things. One of those things is cost segregation. So that's a really cool tax savings strategy that a lot of people don't even know what it is. So I found my kind of niche in just teaching people about it, you know, and getting, making people aware that these strategies can even, you know, are feasible. And, and that's really how I kind of got my, uh, got my space in this industry. That is interesting because, you know, you could, you could choose a path where you became a teacher, you know, university, school, teaching whatever subject you want to. But I mean, you know, I don't want to go ahead and, and start preaching that school is no good, but we all know, uh, you know, it doesn't help a lot, just a little bit. And I think in this position, being a business director at this company, you're helping, you know, a lot of people you know, financially, which impacts a lot of people at the same time, let's say, you know, if somebody saves money, you know, all, all on taxes with the real estate, maybe that money is going to go to charity. So you see, like the impact could be huge, you know, with, the, with what you're doing currently. Absolutely. So, so for the people, again, who are not familiar with the cost segregation is, maybe you can give a quick rundown what, what it is and what do you do specifically? 
Yeah, so it's really a interesting, like I said, tax savings tool. It's a tax strategy and essentially all it is, and this applies, uh, you know, mostly to obviously United States uh, real estate, the, the US tax code has a different way of what's called depreciation. Um, so a lot of countries have this, but depreciation is essentially a tax write-off based on the value of your property and saying that in theory, things go down in value as time goes on. And everyone understands that, right? When you drive a car off the lot, it goes down in value, even though intrinsically it hasn't gone down in value. It's the same exact thing for one. So real estate is really interesting and that's actually going up in value. There's no real intrinsic loss of value to a property, but the tax code gives you a write-off, a deduction based on the principle of things go down in value. So that's called depreciation. Okay. Conservation is really just an advanced form of depreciation. It's, it's taking depreciation um, and breaking it down into different categories that you can actually take tax deductions at a faster rate. Uh, if you, per, if you don't do this very detailed uh, procedure called cost segregation, which is essentially just an engineer coming and breaking down the building into tiny little parts and then realizing what those values of all those individual parts are, add that up and take you know, bigger tax deductions. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of in a nutshell. Again, for people who want to exp explore, <laughs> explore the topic more in detail, again, maybe because the time is not here for that, you definitely can contact Yona. So at the end of the show, we're going to include a link that you can go and follow him and get in, in contact. But like talking about the clientele, like who would be your perfect client, you know, for that you can help? Specifically people who are classified as real estate professionals, um, really anyone who owns a property, as long as it's not your personal residence, you can do cost segregation on it. So it doesn't matter what the size, shape, type of property is. Uh, it doesn't matter if you've owned it for a number of years, you can actually still get those tax deductions uh, and accelerate the depreciation to increase your cash flow. But, but what I said in the beginning is someone who's a real estate professional is actually a tax terminology. So the IRS defines someone who spends the majority of their time in the real estate trader business. So if you have rental properties and you're involved in that business, you can actually use deductions, use cost segregation, use these depreciation deductions to offset your income from any other source. Okay. Which is really interesting. Usually depreciation, it's like a rental property benefit. The IRS says you own real estate. So we're going to incentivize you, to buy more real estate, to invest more in, you know, providing housing for people. So we're going to give this deduction, but usually that deduction is just to offset your rental property income. Okay. It's passive income. You can use this deduction to offset that comes this rule, a real estate professional and says, if you classify as this real estate professional, you can now use these tax deductions, not only to offset your rental property income, but to offset any other income that you or your spouse may have. So that's why I say this is why it's most beneficial. Yes, who's, you know, who's the best person, right? who's gonna get most benefit out of it? Anyone owns a property, but once you get this real estate professional status, you can now use this way above and beyond just your real estate income and take, uh, you know, take literally to, to the next level. Okay, so how do you define the, the professional, the real estate professional? Is, is, it, is it the guy or girl who owns one unit or like when do you become a real estate professional? So the IRS defines it as someone who spends more than 50% of their time, their working hours. So basically you can't have another full-time job. It means your full-time job is in the 
real estate trader business. So either you're, you know, you're managing your properties, you're operating, it can be one, but if you think about it, it doesn't, it's not really a full-time job to manage one property, one, you know, single family property. If it's a multifamily, more likely, okay. If you're self-managing, operating, brokering, if you're involved in that, if you're involved even in um, construction or renovations, anything where it's, you're spending your time to help the, your, your properties, that's considered real estate uh, trade. And once you or your spouse, and this is really the cool part, only one of you needs this status to then use this kind of golden ticket to offset any of your, you know, income. Wow. So one of, one of the people, one of the couple. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Huge. appreciation versus depreciation. So depreciation, the way it sounds like, I mean, a lot of people are for appreciation, you know, that was, right. you know, when the markets is good, like people happy, all oh, look at the properties that like they appreciate, but looking long-term definitely, you know, cause that's the way I think the wealthy play the game through depreciation. I've seen so many investors, you know, talking about that. So definitely that's something that people who are watching this and they never came across this term. Cause again, this is just for the U S only, right? You deal with a U.S. clientele for now. Correct. Well, because this is a rule that's in the United States yeah, but, uh, tax code. Yeah. It, it can apply, believe it or not, if you are a U.S. taxpayer and you own property outside of the U S you can still take this benefit because the, the, the IRS recognizes that there is this depreciation deduction for properties even outside of the U.S. So Interesting. you can own property, yeah, and it can actually become very beneficial if you're, you know, if you're investing in, in multiple places, you can still take this, um, you know, real estate tax deduction, which essentially, what is the tax deduction doing? It's allowing you to keep the money that you're earning and, and not pay tax on that, right? And doing that, you know, the more you can do that, the more cash flow you have, the more you can just build your portfolio. You can yeah. keep reinvesting. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you do, right? It doesn't matter what asset class you're in, because you mentioned construction, multifamily, single family, you can do in all the self storage, things. retail, yeah. office, you know, golf courses, you name it, any type wow. of property. Beautiful, beautiful. So I'm looking at the bio again, and uh, I seen I seen that you're investing into real estate yourself personally, right? Correct. Is, yeah. Is that as a, as an active or passive? So it's it's been passive. Um, I did some fix and flips years ago, and that was the most active I got involved. Um, but recently, I've been very interested in becoming more actively involved on the investing side, from from you know from an act, specifically multifamily. So that's really where I'm at right now in my journey, which is trying to find the right deals, which is a very difficult task in this market yeah. and trying to find the right, you know, partners to, uh, you know, to do this with. So um, I currently am not actively involved in any deals, but like I said, that's my goal right now. Yeah. You, you want to hit that 50% threshold, right? When you become basically a, a sophisticated investor that you can do. Yeah. So that's good. So why, why real estate? Cause I know you deal with all these clientels and again, what you said, you, it's hard to find the deals. I would like to hear what type of deals are you looking for? I'm, I'm guessing if I may, I'm just going to guess, but you're probably looking for big properties, probably something like multifamily deals, right? Correct. Multifamily. So, you know, it's, it really comes with the territory. The more you learn about it, the more you understand that um, the value is in the scalability. Yeah. And the more units you have, you know, the more uh, 
you know, benefit you can basically get. If you're getting the same amount of income from a, you know, a single family, it basically involves the same amount of effort in terms of financing, in terms of closing, in terms of operating. Maybe the operations are going to be a little more tedious, but, uh, you know, managing the property for, you know, larger deals. But if, you know, a certain point, you can have someone that, you know, actually pays to have someone work full-time doing that. So yeah, I'm looking specifically, we're looking at deals, um, you know, upwards of 60 units, um, preferably between 100 and 200 units. Okay, and well, what class are you looking for? A B, C class value-add properties or brand new? Or? Yeah, B, C class, that's value-add. That's really where uh, money can be made in this market. Yeah, yeah. I think A class is very difficult to, you know, to make money in this in the in current this environment. Yeah, definitely. So, what about what about the markets? Like, what states are you looking at currently? As you said, you know, it's hard to find the deals. What states are we talking about? So, I've you know analyzed a lot of different markets out there um, and partnered up with a couple guys that they actively own properties in Atlanta and North Carolina. So Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. And so those markets, certain, uh, you know, the larger markets, Raleigh and Charlotte, uh, those areas have been, you know, I've been impressed with the job growth, with the, you know, population growth in those areas. And so that's kind of where I'm looking. Yeah. Cause everybody moving South, cause I see, I see the trend where, yeah, everybody's moving South and people investing down South, like Georgia, uh, Florida, like, what, what do you think? Do you have any particular states that people should pay attention to like in the future uh, when it comes to multifamily investing? Um, you know, those states that you mentioned, you know, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, the further you go South, uh, people are migrating there and mm -hmm. you just follow, follow market trends, follow where population growth is increasing, um, especially job growth, especially now that people are leaving you know, the Northeast a lot by the droves and especially since office is has been hit really hard by the uh you know by the corona people working from from home people yeah. were remotely or even just downsizing to work in you know different sized properties and not in these you know big office towers anymore it's really changed the game for a lot of people and therefore i think a lot of people understand you can you can take uh you know pick up and move and, and live wherever you want yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the times are crazy. You know, as I, I forgot for a second while we're talking with you that the, the COVID is still here, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it, it changed It changed the entire industries, like the office spaces, but what you said, like multifamily, like people working from home and they're always going to live somewhere, you know? So value add properties as you're looking for, you know, it's definitely a, a game like to be played and to be in, definitely. Like I'm not playing that game yet, but like we're looking looking at, at that part as well because you know again that's how you create well part of the you know tax saving cost segregation you know uh, tax write offs you know and the the scalability and you know it's it's a beautiful beautiful game. Exactly. So for the people who are watching, because I know you kind of maybe at the same time again I, I don't want to say it wrong, but maybe you're just kind of learning the real estate game as well. Because uh, I guess there's a lot of people shifting their attention towards that because, again, sadly enough, people, millions of people losing their jobs and probably more millions going to come in the future. I mean, it's a sad truth, but, but there are some people in a position that might be, you know, willing to put the money in, invest in real estate. So the question for these people, I think that they should want to ask, like, where do you start? 
place you start is just by learning. You know, you, you can't jump in. You have to learn. You have to make sure that you understand. And part of the process is learning what you don't know. And so <laughs> the, the only way you can really learn what you don't know is by uh, following or apprenticing or partnering with those people who have had the experience, who have gone through deals themselves, uh, preferably have gone through full life cycle uh, of buying, you know, refinancing, selling properties so that they understand in the same type that you're looking to do yourself. So you don't have to, you know, recreate the wheel. You don't have to start from scratch. A lot of people have done it successfully. have been where you are and finding those partners is really uh probably the, the most important uh, part of the learning experience. Yeah. And as you see, guys, uh, Yona didn't even mention the books. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that's the key of going fast, right? Finding the right people who exactly. already have the knowledge, the experience, the, the know-how to everything. And you basically, it rubs off, you know, on you when you spend a lot of quality time with them. So exactly. that's so that's good. So can you talk about your podcast? Because I'm I'm looking to hear uh, what you're doing with a uh, waste advice. Like, uh, what approach are you taking? Are you talking about cost segregation, real estate investing? What's going on? Sure. It's yeah. It's actually was um, inspired mostly by just being on other people's podcasts and this kind of, this format of these conversations and the questions I really enjoy. And as a teacher, I want to want to try to bring value and add value to a lot of people. So I've been a guest on, you know, at this point, well over a hundred podcasts in the real estate world. And it's not, you know, I speak about cost segregation on most of them. So I decided let's do it. Let's flip the script. Let's do something else. And let's try to see how we can add value and just speak to the most successful people that I know and have dealt with and do business with um, to kind of pull out from them things that are, you know, advice, things that, they've gone through experiences, stories, anecdotes that I think can provide a lot of value for the listeners and just wanted to bring that to my audience and people that are interested in learning the real estate game and more importantly, finding those people. Because again, like I said, it's all really about the people. It's who you know and trying to bring those people to the forefront to get to know them a little better. And that's really the premise of my podcast. Yeah, beautiful. Well said, definitely. So what do you think, again, uh, the mind just uh, goes and I'm key. I can't forget now what you said, like the COVID and it's a, it's a, it's a shame, like what's going on now, but looking at your personal business and what's going to happen with the real estate personally, I mean, you're, you're looking to invest, you're looking actively for deals uh, yeah. with a, with a, you know, business director as a, in Madison specs, like, what do you think? Because, because long story short, when I used to like talk with the people and that was prior to 2020, I used to say like, it's going to be a beautiful year because the number is just beautiful 2020, you know, exciting year and the COVID hit, right? So whatever happened, yeah. happened, but looking further, maybe the next year, maybe 2021 is going to be the it year, right? So like, what are you planning to accomplish? You don't have to go into details if you don't want to, but for your personal business, what are, what are you looking to do in an upcoming year? I think finding the first deal would be huge. Um, you know, been looking for probably the last nine months and really there's been a couple that have fallen through partially because of the, the environment, you know, the COVID, the financing fell through on, on a deal that was supposed to happen in April. And so just that, yeah, I think that would be a huge milestone, a huge step in the right direction. Here you go. Sounds like a good plan. Definitely. So, okay. So 
people, you know, I think people should definitely contact you and talk about, you know, tax savings. Cause again, probably 80% of you guys who are watching this episode, you are from States. And I know uh, a lot of you investing in real estate. So again, I'm pretty sure some of you didn't heard about tax, uh, you know, tax benefits as cost segregation. You know, I didn't came across, uh, you know, Yona before. So I never knew about, you know, the topic that much. And again, I would love for you guys to go and check him out, you know, contact him, you know, get in touch with him, ask as many questions as he's, he's willing to answer. But, uh, you know, how people can find you, like what platforms are available? I'm most active uh, on LinkedIn. That's uh, the biggest platform that I use consistently. Um, there is, uh, you know, Facebook, I'm involved in a lot of groups. I have uh, my own group over there called Real Estate Connections. And that's really just about, you know, adding value to people. Uh, you can find me at yonawice.com. That's a great place to keep up on my podcast and cost segregation and what we're doing. So yeah, that's um, Bigger Pockets. Also another great platform that I'm pretty active on as well. Yeah, so basically all over the place. So if you just Google Yona base, you're gonna <laughs> exactly. find it somewhere. You get something is gonna pop up there. So, yeah, it, it's been it's been awesome. I know it's guys. It's been it's been a kind of quick interview, run and gun interview. But this man, I know he he has a ton of knowledge when it comes to tax saving, cost segregation, and probably you know I don't have enough questions to ask when it comes to that because again I'm not actively involved in the real estate but I just wanted to bring you in onto the show just to, to get attention from our audience coming to you because I know there's people who are watching this they need to you know explore what the cost segregation is and get in contact with you and just talk about the services that you might offer so you know again quick interview but really appreciate the time yona it's been a great pleasure to get to know you maybe next time we can jump on a on a on a call again and talk about cost segregation maybe we can discuss your first deal that i'm yeah. sure it's gonna happen you know maybe quicker than uh, you know upcoming year i wish yeah, definitely uh, yeah so guys again go and check him out on uh, linkedin on facebook bigger pockets go and read uh, uh, the blog post that he's, he's he's posting i'm sure they're they're awesome and again, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a comment, click like or share with a friend who is in the real estate space, uh, you know, send the message his way that, you know, he can save on taxes and Yona is here to help him as well. So again, guys, thank you for being here on this episode. Thank you, Yona, for being on the show and I'll see you next time. Thanks.